Hello there. Welcome to another life transforming sermon with Dr. Dazwe Tachero. Now, let's go to the book of Nehemiah chapter 1. Um as I was thinking about what to share, um the Holy Spirit directed my attention to the book of Nehemiah and we're going to just pray um a couple of verses we're going to choose and just pray um and see how far we can go from the book of nehemiah so i'll encourage you to read this book at your own time uh, it's a very powerful and great book read it so that you can understand some of the things that i'm going to share uh, from this book from verse one the bible says uh, the words of nehemiah the son of Hakaliah. it came to pass in the month of Chislev in the 20th year, as I was in Shushan, the citadel, it was like a stronghold, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews who had escaped, who had survived the captivity, and concerning Jerusalem. Now, when you look at verse 3, and they said to me, the survivors who are left from the captivity in the province are there in great distress and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem is also broken down and its gates, its, its gates are burned with fire. There's so much to unpack from these um, verses. Um, Nehemiah wants to know what is happening with his brethren, the Jews, because Nehemiah, you know, was in a different location. Nehemiah was serving a king in the palace, all right, and this was not um, so much of a godly king. So he was in captivity, but it's like he draws, you know. Um, up in the ranks and he got some promotion and he was working with the king in capti- in, in, the, uh, in captivity rather and at some point he got to a place and he said wait a minute I can't be here you know enjoying my life things are going on very well for me yes I'm in captivity I'm in a strange land uh, but what is happening at home I need to know what is happening at home I need to know what is happening with my brothers and with my sisters, the Jews. I mean, this is a man that has a heart for his people. You know, there are people when they get to paradise, they forget us. There are people when they get to a comfortable place, they forget us, they forget you, they forget their brothers, they forget their sisters. And I've seen it happening over and over again, that when we are, you know, going through a challenge as a group, as a family. We are kind of united, we are together. You know, when one is raised, when one begins to do well, you know, some of them, you know, just uh, some, 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 some people, you know, they just forget about you. They go into the land that flows with milk and honey and they behave as if they don't know you. They forget, you know, they don't want to associate themselves with those who are yet to make it. I've seen, I've seen it happening over and over again. You know, somebody can come to church broke, busted, and disgusted. You know, doesn't have anything. The word begins to change them, preaching, the encouragement. When they begin to re, you know, to go up, and they're doing very well. Their fa- salary is raised, their business is doing well. Hey, they buy some very fantastic cars. Hey, they leave us. They don't want anything to do with you. They feel like we are we are not as per their standard. Or they feel like you're not um, measuring up to their standards. So they need to look for other high flyers so that they can also um, you know, be part of that group. But Nehemiah had a different heart. Nehemiah you know, as much as he was doing well, as much as he was in an exalted position, as much as he was swimming in opulence, you can see that he was still thinking about his brethren. He was still thinking about his people. That is such a great heart, I am telling you. 
And I believe that is the same, same heart that God wants us to have, you know, a heart that is still committed, you know, to the people um, that we are connected to, a heart that still remembers, you know, the people that we were with, a heart that still remembers uh, our friends who are in captivity, our friends who are struggling, our friends, our friends who are going through a tough time. And I pray that that will be, you know, your, your, your heart. That will be your disposition as a person that you will not go up, you know, and, and, and forget that the people that you are with, you know, who are, you know, below your standard are still very valuable and they are still very important to you. Amen. So Nehemiah asked, how are these people? How are the Jews? How is Jerusalem? What is happening, you know, to my people back at home? And of course, he was given um, bad news. He was told that the people are there. Uh, the people have um, escaped. They are in captivity, but they are in great distress and reproach. Now, there's so much to unpack here, but there's one thing that I want us to look at here. Nehemiah is told that, you know, um, the Bible says that is in verse um, verse 2. This is what the Bible says. Let me just get it. Verse 2, it says uh, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came with men from Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews, concerning the Jews who had escaped. So there was a group that was not taken into captivity. They actually escaped. And today I want to speak about the great escape. You know, there are people who actually escaped when the Babylonians came, you know, to take the entire city. You know, uh, there are people who managed to slip away. When you escape, it simply means that you have, you know, escaped the the. The, the trap that was set by the enemy. So there are people who are able to escape, sleep away. So they were not taken into uh, captivity or they were not destroyed. They were not, <coughs> excuse me, they were not killed. They escaped. <coughs> excuse me. So he wanted to know, you know, what is happening. So you see, danger can come, but you can escape. Difficult times can come, but you can escape. And today I want us to look at the great escape. Eh? God, in his own, you know, wise way, he ensured that as much as this kingdom, the Babylonian kingdom was very strong, very powerful. You know, I mean, the Babylonians, when they came, they carried everything. They carried the people, they, carried, they went to the temple, took all the vessels, all the items. But God... You know, in spite of being faced with a very, you know, strong military kingdom, he can make you escape. And today, I want us to talk about escaping. I remember when I was getting married, when I was going to pick, you know, the bride so that we go to church, a place where we could be joined. You know, I was involved in an accident, but I escaped. The car was uh, dented, but I escaped, you know. The enemy wanted to cut my life short, but I escaped. So there are people, you know, who understand what escaping is all about. You are in danger, but you slipped away. You know, how do you explain, you know, people being involved in an accident and the car rolls several times and they come out of that wreckage? and hurt they have escaped so you can actually escape and today we're going to pray about escaping there's there, there's a group that actually escaped they were in great distress yes they were in reproach but at least they escaped you know so today i want to know i want you to know that you can actually escape you can escape many things and we're going to look at those things and then we pray. Psalms chapter 124 and verse 7. The Bible says, Our soul is escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken 
and we are escaped. So God wants you to escape some things. And it's my prayer that as we pray about these things that you are going to escape. David said, my soul has escaped. Your soul is going to escape in this prayer meeting. Your life is going to escape some things in this prayer meeting. The snare is going to be broken. The trap that was set to destroy you, to cut short your life, to destroy your business, your marriage, your health. I pray today that you shall escape in the name of Jesus. Whatever weapon the enemy, you know, had fashioned to destroy your life, to bring you down, you know, to plunge you in shame and reproach. I pray that you will escape in the name of Jesus. There is a great escape that is going to take place today even as we pray. Your soul is going to escape. Your body is going to escape. Your mind is going to ex escape in the name of Jesus. I hope you're shouting a big amen right about now. You are going to escape by the grace of God in Jesus' name. Can I hear a louder amen? We are going to escape. You are going to escape. Your children are going to escape. You know, your, your soul is going to escape as a bird, you know, out of the snare of the enemy in the name of Jesus Christ. So things that you must believe God to escape today that I want to share with you. Number one, you are going to escape untimely death. You're going to escape untimely death in the name of Jesus. You're going to escape untimely death in Jesus' name. You know, um, in Luke chapter 4, the Bible gives us, you know, the story of Jesus. He went to the temple and he was preaching in the temple. And while he was in the temple, he quoted from the book of Isaiah, which says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because the Lord has anointed me. To do what? To preach you know, to the broken hearted, to heal the broken hearted, you know, to declare the recovery of sight to the blind, you know, to declare the acceptable year of the Lord. And he said, this day, this scripture is fulfilled in your sight. And he continued preaching, 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 but he got to a place where the people who were in that synagogue, you know, were irritated by, you know, the sermon that Jesus was giving that day and they didn't want to hear anything more. The Bible says they went to the pulpit and dragged him out of that synagogue. Can you imagine a pastor is preaching and it gets to a place the congregation becomes wild and ruly, you know, they go on stage, pick up the pastor, you know, and get him out of the church. That's what happened to Jesus. They picked him up while he was preaching. They told him, now your preaching has come to an end, dragged him out of the synagogue and they took him to a cliff and they wanted to push him so that he may die. The Bible says in verse 28, so all those in the synagogue, when they heard these things, were filled with wrath, anger and rose up and they thrust him out of the city and they led him to the brow of the hill on which the city was built that they might throw him down over the cliff. They wanted him dead before his time. They wanted to kill him before he fulfills his ministry. He had not even started. That was his first sermon. Hmm? He had not even started ministry. He had not even developed, you know, um, uh, 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 the core team to work with, the 12 disciples. He was just starting and they wanted him dead. Then the Bible says, then passing through the midst of them, he went his way. So they wanted him dead before he fulfills his ministry but he escaped. They wanted to cut short his life. They cut short his ministry. They didn't want him to have, they didn't want him to have an impact here on earth. I believe the devil was behind this move. I believe Satan was behind, you know, this action, this rowdy action from the rowdy crowd, but he escaped. You too, you shall escape in the name of Jesus. I don't know what the enemy is planning against you. What I know is you shall escape. I don't know what some people have planned against you, but what I know, you shall escape. Every, 
form of attack against your life, as we pray today, you will escape in the name of Jesus. The planning of evil people, the planning of wicked people, the planning of demons, the planning of evil spirits against your life. I know, conk sure today, that your life is in the hands of God, that you shall escape in the name of Jesus. As Jesus escaped, I mean, he just slipped through the crowd. They got confused. I'm sure at some point, you know, they went like, what, what, what brought us here? I, I thought we were bringing Jesus here. Yeah, where is Jesus? And everybody started asking, where is Jesus, by the way? I thought we dragged him out of the synagogue, you know, to this place, you know, but Jesus had escaped. You too, you shall escape in the name of Jesus. No weapon formed against you shall be able to prosper. You will not die before your time. You will not die in that accident. You will not die in a plane crash. You will not be poisoned at the place of work. You will not be shot by mistake in the name of Jesus. Your life will not be cut short before you fulfill your destiny in the name of Jesus. You shall live and you shall fulfill your destiny here on earth. You shall fulfill your calling here on earth in the name of Jesus. Can somebody shout aloud amen right about now? Are you shouting aloud amen? Shout aloud thunderous amen. Hallelujah. No weapon. Your children will not die premature death. Your spouse will not die premature death. Your spouse will escape. Your children will escape. Your pastor will escape. Your brothers and your sisters will escape. You will escape every evil plan against your life in the name of Jesus. Like Jesus, you will slip away and the enemy will be confused. Like Jesus, you will slip away and the enemy will not fulfill his desire to see your life destroyed and your ministry or your calling destroyed as well in the name of Jesus. I prophesy a great escape over your life in Jesus' name. You will finish 2024. You will finish 2025. You will cross 70 with ease in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout amen. The second thing you need to escape is diseases. You need to escape diseases. Just because the world is full of diseases means that you should always be sick. You must desire to escape the many diseases that are in the world. Do you know that the world is sick? The world is so sick. There are so many diseases in the world. Some of them, even the names that they have given those diseases, is just a strange name. So many diseases and billions have been pumped, you know, for research. Scientists are working their tail off every now and then, trying to study pathogens, bacteria, viruses, you know, that are plaguing people every single day. They are trying to discover new drugs to deal with this, to deal with this, because there are many diseases in the world, many viruses in the world, many bacteria. In the in, in bacteria in the world, the world is plagued with diseases and people are sick. If there is an industry that money is really really involved, is the medical industry. Look at hospitals. You know, some of them have become, you know, money minting businesses, taking advantage of people's sicknesses and diseases taking advantage of the desperation of the sick. They ask for money. They give you drugs, you know, that are about to expire or they have expired because many of us, we are not keen to check. Or they misdiagonize you so that you keep on going there. Or they give you a drug that will make you dependent on them so that you keep going there to buy those drugs. I mean, it is a corrupt system, I'm telling you. All over the world, they want you sick. They don't want you to eat healthy. That's why we have all these fast foods. They make it cheap so that you can readily access it. And they know after a period of time, you'll be sick and end up in hospital. And they'll tell you, come to the hospital. We will treat you. We'll give you medication. We'll 
do all that we can and we'll make you dependent on these things so that you keep on buying so that you keep us in business the world is sick so many diseases in the world so many diseases we live in a tropical region so many tropical diseases here malaria typhoid name it i don't know what so many diseases go to every country and go to any hospital in that country it is always having people there are people who are admitted there are people writhing in pain there are people who are either taking someone who is sick or they are sick or they have someone who is sick a friend a family member who is sick so there are many diseases in the world but let me tell you you can escape you can escape we can escape we can escape you know the affliction of diseases upon our bodies in the name of Jesus hallelujah we can escape you know being victims of diseases pathogens viruses in Jesus name and i pray this morning that you will escape and enjoy perfect health in the name of Jesus deuteronomy chapter 7 god outlines blessings and obedience you know you know to his laws and what it can do and one of the thing that this um obedience to god's laws will do one of the things that will happen in our lives is good health it is good health deuteronomy chapter 7 and verse 15 the bible says and the lord will take away from you all sicknesses not some all sicknesses all the diseases and will uh, and will afflict you with none of the terrible diseases of egypt which you have known but we lay them on all those who hate you so god also wants you to escape he wants you to escape from all these diseases that you know that are in egypt egypt is our world egypt is the world that we live in it has so many diseases so many pathogens so many viruses look at covid-19 and look at how it brought the entire world to a standstill god wants you to escape and i pray this morning that you will escape in jesus name you will escape diabetes in jesus name you will escape high blood pressure you will escape cancer you will escape leukemia we shall escape all these egyptian diseases in the name of jesus you will not be a victim of typhoid malaria migraines backaches liver failure kidney failure heart failure in the name of jesus we shall escape all these diseases that are in the world our money's will not be for treatment our money's will be for building the kingdom of god because we are going to escape in the name of jesus we are going to escape the many diseases that are in this world in jesus name even if a disease is in your family lineage we are going to escape it you are going to escape it it will not come near your dwelling in the name of jesus the terrible diseases that are in the world when you hear that somebody has that disease is like it is a death sentence you are going to escape it in the name of jesus you will escape hiv you will escape cancer you will escape leukemia you will escape heart conditions you will escape liver failure you will escape kidney failure in the name of jesus you will escape you know problems with your appendix you will escape problems with your stomach you know ulcers you will escape problems with your large and your small intestines you will escape problems with your head with your mind in the name of Jesus i see you escaping the diseases of egypt and i see you enjoying good health and that is our portion in the name of Jesus i will enjoy good health you will enjoy good health amen we shall age while 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 we are healthy the bible says that moses was strong at old age job was strong and healthy at old age that will be our portion in the name of jesus are you feeling this word this morning um, if you are here and you are sick may god heal you may god heal you from that disease may you escape the devastating effects of that disease in the name of Jesus and may you claim healing may you walk in perfect health may you claim the healing power of Jesus Christ over your body from the top of your head to the sole of your feet in the name of Jesus number 
another thing that you're going to escape. You're going to escape barrenness. You see, the first command that God gave man, you know, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 28, the Bible says, Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. So there is a prophecy hanging on top of each and every one of us, and that prophecy is fruitfulness. Even before man could do anything, already God had put, you know, the ability to be fruitful upon him. So barrenness is not your portion. Barrenness is not our portion. We need to escape barrenness. You need to escape barrenness. I don't know where you're experiencing barrenness. It might be financial. It might be, you know, in your, in your career. It might be even in your body. You know, you're just, you know, not productive. It might be in your mind. You can be barren mentally. Whichever area in your life that you're experiencing barrenness, today you have to reject it in Jesus' name because there's a prophecy of fruitfulness upon your life. God says that you should be fruitful. He blessed man. So you are blessed to be fruitful, but some people are not fruitful. They are not fruitful. I mean, whatever they do with their hands, doesn't work whatever they do you know with their mind doesn't work they're not fruitful they're like the tree which looks like it has leaves and it should produce fruit but when you move closer there is no fruit there is nothing you must also be determined to escape any form of barrenness in your life there are couples who get married and they can't get children you know, that is not God's plan and desire for your life. You have to put your foot on the ground and say, I must be fruitful. I must be fruitful in my career. I must be fruitful in my calling. I must be fruitful in ministry. I must be fruitful mentally. My ideas, I've been talking about ideas, must bring profit in my life. I must be fruitful in, fruitful in everything that I engage myself in. Hallelujah. So if you're not fruitful, I want you to reject it because there's a prophecy of fruitfulness hanging on top of your head. Psalm 113 verse 9, the Bible says, He grants the barren woman a home like a joyful mother of children. This is what God does. So you must reboot and go back to the default settings. What are your default settings? Fruitfulness and multiplication. God says that he will grant the barren woman, the one who doesn't have the ability to bring forth children. I will grant, God says, I will grant that woman a home and he will become like a joyful mother of children. You too, you become a joyful person because of fruit that is going to emanate out of your efforts. You will be fruitful in the marketplace. You will be fruitful in the ministry. You will be fruitful in your calling. You will be fruitful in your career. You will be fruitful as far as the work of your hands is concerned. Whatever you touch to do will turn to gold in Jesus' name. Can I hear, can I hear a great amen in this place? Number four, I don't know if it's four or five, you know, you must escape poverty. You must escape poverty. This year, I am determined to help you escape poverty. And you will escape it in Jesus' name. I will teach you. I will open your eyes. I will arm you. I will do whatever I can to inform you, to inform your head, your mind, until you escape poverty. So, you know, you can be born in poverty and think that that's how life is supposed to be. It can be so ingrained in you that you stop even being ambitious. You stop even thinking that you can actually come out of it. But let me tell you, you can escape it. And those who are listening to me today, by virtue of being here, I declare you are escaping poverty in the name of Jesus. You will not be a victim of hand to mouth in the name of Jesus. You will not always have more month than money in your life in Jesus' name. You are escaping poverty in Jesus name you can't remain poor you are born in poverty you are poor you are poor as a single person you got married you're poor that's why you don't want to get children you're afraid that you will also bring them into an environment of poverty but today we are canceling that cycle 
in your life in the name of Jesus. You're going to escape poverty in Jesus' name. Things have to change. You must go to the next level. You must do well. You must go farther than your siblings, than your parents, than your uncles, than your extended family in Jesus' name. Poverty is not your portion in Jesus' name. The Bible says in Psalms 113, the same chapter, verse 7 to 8, He raises the poor. Who raises the poor? God. He raises the poor out of the dust and lifts the needy out of the ashheap that he may sit him with princes, with the princes of his people. So God is a raiser of men. And you are the one that God wants to raise. You are the man, you are the woman that God wants to raise. And I decree that may God raise you, even as you pray today. May he raise you out of poverty. He's the one who raises the poor out of the dust. May he raise you out of every dust surrounding your life. May he raise every needy person here out of the ash heap around your life in the name of Jesus. May you escape poverty. May your children escape poverty. May your grandchildren escape poverty. May your house escape poverty. May your ministry escape poverty. May your church escape poverty. May your family escape poverty in the name of Jesus. May God raise you. Ah, God, may you raise us. May you raise us this morning. May you raise every needy person out of the hardship in the name of Jesus. May you raise every poor person, every needy person out of the ash heap in Jesus' name. May you raise every poor person out of the dust. You will not eat dust. You will not wallow in dust in the name of Jesus because God is raising you today. May you escape poverty. May you escape every form of poverty in your life in the name of Jesus. May God raise you to higher heights financially. May God raise you to places of influence. May God raise you to hang out with princes. Princes are blessed. Princes are wealthy. Princes are rich. Princes are doing well. Princes have prospered. May God raise you to that level in the name of Jesus. Can somebody shout amen? And so I want us to pray that we shall escape these things this morning. First thing that I want you to pray, that you shall escape untimely death. I want you to cancel any untimely death in your life, in your family, with your children, with your spouse, in the name of Jesus. You will not bury people before their time. I want you to reject it. I want you to cancel it. I want you to fight it in the name of Jesus. You will not bury your children before their time. You will not bury your parents before their time. You will not be buried before your time. Cancel every untimely death right now in the name of Jesus. Everybody raise your voice and begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Father, in Jesus' name, this morning we cancel every untimely death in our lives. Every form of attack, every spirit, every arrow, that has been sent to take us out before our time, we cancel it this morning in the name of Jesus. We escape every form of danger. We escape every form of arrows or an arrow that has been sent against our life to take us out before our time. As Jesus slipped away, I pray that we shall sleep out of the grip, out of the snare of the enemy against our lives in the name of Jesus. Every weapon that has been fashioned against our lives to destroy us before our time, Father, we declare that that weapon will not prosper in the name of Jesus. Every plan of the enemy against our lives to destroy us, to take us out before our time, we declare that that plan will not succeed, it will not materialize in the name of Jesus every form of attack against our health to take us out before our time. We decree today that it will not prosper. It will not materialize in the name of Jesus. Any attack 
on any child of God, any attack on our children, any attack on our spouse that is meant to eliminate them out of this world before their time, before they serve you, before they fulfill their calling, before they reach the zenith of their career. I pray today that it will not work in the name of Jesus. I speak long life. I speak long life. I decree that we shall live. I decree that we shall overcome the wilds of the enemy. I decree that we shall overcome the plans of the evil one against our lives in the name of Jesus. I decree that we shall overcome the attack of evil spirits, wicked spirits against our lives in the name of Jesus. I decree, O oh God, that we shall overcome the plans of evil people, wicked people who seek to destroy you know, us before our time. We shall escape their plans in the name of Jesus. Oh, Father, I pray that you send confusion in the camp of the enemy, that their plans will be thwarted. Their plans against the people of God, their plans against your children will not succeed. In the name of Jesus, every untimely death, every untimely death, every demon, every spirit that has been unleashed from hell to terminate your life, to make sure you don't see 2025. This day we cancel. In this prayer meeting, we cancel. We break that arrow in the name of Jesus. We bind that devil. We decree that that demon will not succeed in its mission against your life today. In the name of Jesus, I decree right now that you shall live. I decree right now that no, no weapon formed against you will take you out before your time. In the name of Jesus, I decree that you shall live and declare the mighty works of God. You shall live and fulfill destiny. We shall live and, dis and fulfill God's calling upon our lives. In the name of Jesus, we shall live and see our great-great-grandchildren. In the name of Jesus, every form of untimely death against your life, against your children, against your spouse, I cancel it this morning. In the name of Jesus, every attack against your health, I cancel it this morning. In the name of Jesus, every weapon, every dem demon, every arrow, that has been sent, seen and unseen, to terminate your life. I cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. And I decree that you shall live. I decree life. I decree life. I decree long life. I decree long fulfilled life. Yes, is our portion in the name of Jesus. Secondly, I want you to pray that you shall escape diseases. You shall escape diseases. The world is full of many diseases but you shall escape diseases you will not be a sickly believer you will not be a sickly christian you will enjoy health perfect health in the name of jesus from the top of your head to the sole of your feet you will enjoy perfect health in the name of jesus every disease every pathogen every virus may you die right now in the name of jesus every virus in your blood system every bacteria in your body right now we command it to die in the name of jesus raise your voice and pray that no disease will touch you no disease will uh, come nigh your dwelling no disease will come and reign in your home in your house no disease will reign in your lineage in your bloodline in the name of jesus you will enjoy health you will enjoy perfect health. Oh yes, from the top of your head to the sole of your feet. Where there are diseases, I want you to claim healing this morning. I want you to declare the healing virtue of Jesus to flow in those areas in your life. In the name of Jesus, you shall escape diseases. You shall escape cancer. You shall escape leukemia. You shall escape heart failure. You shall escape kidney failure. You shall escape you shall escape liver failure in the name of Jesus. You will escape strange diseases. You will escape mysterious diseases of Egypt. They will not plague you. They will not plague us in the name of Jesus. Raise your voice right now and continue to pray that you're escaping diseases. Oh, yes, those that you know and those that you don't know, you shall escape them in Jesus' name. Every disease that is ruling this world, 
every disease that is rampant in our world today, every ailment, every sickness that is taking people to the grave. Oh, yes, before their time, I decree this morning that we shall not be victims of those diseases in the name of Jesus. We shall not be victims of terrible and deadly diseases, diseases that are almost like death sentence we shall escape in the name of Jesus you will escape with your life you will escape with your body your soul will escape your body will escape your mind will escape your heart your soul your heart your kidneys your livers will escape your stomach will escape you oh yes in the name of <coughs> in the name of Jesus we shall not be sickly we shall not be feeble we shall not be in and out of the hospital. We shall not be dependent on drugs. In the name of Jesus, we shall not be dependent on doctors. In Jesus' name, we shall escape. We shall escape. We shall escape. We are escaping. Even this morning, in the name of Jesus, we are escaping the wiles of the enemy. We are escaping, oh God, diseases and sicknesses. Every virus, every germ, all that is roaming around in the air, the invisible diseases, the invisible sicknesses, the invisible bacteria and viruses, the invisible pathogens that we cannot see with our naked eye. I pray this morning that we are escaping in the name of Jesus. We are escaping in the name of Jesus. Perfect health will be our portion. Perfect health will be our portion. Good health will be our portion in the name of Jesus. Good health will be our portion in Jesus' name. Our hearts will function well. Our liver will function well. Our kidneys will not quit on us. In the name of Jesus, our tissues and our muscles, our bone structure will be intact. In the name of Jesus, mentally we shall be sharp and healthy. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we speak health, we speak health, we speak health. We speak health, we speak health, we speak health of our entire system in the name of Jesus. We speak health from the top of our head to the sole of our feet. Anything that is defective, Father, I pray that may you correct it with your power, with your anointing. Yes, may the healing virtue of Jesus correct anything that is out of order in our bodies, in our lives, in our soul. In the name of Jesus, we rebuke every disease. We rebuke every sickness. We come against every ailment, chronic diseases. In the name of Jesus, life-threatening diseases. Oh, yes, we rebuke it right now. In the name of Jesus, any disease, every disease, plaguing God's children, we speak healing right now. In the name of Jesus, if you're here and you're sick, if you're here and you're under the weather, if you're here and you've been afflicted by a disease, receive healing. Receive healing. Receive healing right now. In the name of Jesus. May your body be whole. May your mind be whole. May your spirit be whole. Right now, may your soul be whole. In the name of Jesus. Any part of your body that is in pain, I speak wholeness. I speak healing. I speak restoration of health in that area in your life. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Be here. Be here. Be here. Be healed right now in the name of Jesus. Be healed. I release power to bring healing to your body, to your system. Right now in the name of Jesus. May God take away the pain. May God take away the disease. May God take away the sickness. In the name of Jesus. May you enjoy perfect health this morning. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I want you to reject every form of barrenness. That is our third prayer point. And I want you to speak fruitfulness over your life today that you shall be fruitful. You shall be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Refuse to be barren. Refuse to be barren. Refuse to be barren in your career. <clears throat> in your career. In the name of Jesus. Refuse to be barren in ministry. Refuse to be barren spiritually. Refuse to be barren. Oh, yes. In business, in the marketplace. In the name of Jesus. And declare that you'll be fruitful. Declare that you will make profit in the name of Jesus. Raise your voice, everybody, and begin to pray right now that you will be blessed and fruitful in the name of Jesus. And fruitfulness will begin to manifest 
in every aspect and in every facet of your life. In the name of Jesus, raise your voice. Don't be quiet. Raise your voice and begin to declare fruitfulness. Reject every form of barrenness. You will not be barren. You will not be barren in the marketplace. You will not be barren in ministry. You will not be barren in your calling. You will not be barren as a couple. In the name of Jesus, there will be fruit. There will be fruit flowing out of your life. There will be fruit flowing out of the work of your hands. In the name of Jesus, you will be fruitful in the marketplace. When you go to work, you will come back home with fruit. When you go to your business, you will come back home with fruit. Something to show in the name of Jesus. Wherever, wherever you go and whatever you engage yourself in, there will be fruit in the name of Jesus. There will be productivity in the name of Jesus. You will not come back home empty-handed. Yes, you will not return to your house empty-handed. In the name of Jesus, there will be fruit. There will be multiplication oozing out of every pore of your being. No more barrenness. No more barrenness. May God make you a joyful mother. No, no more barrenness. May God make you a joyful father. No more barrenness. May God make you a joyful pastor. In the name of Jesus. No more barrenness. May God make you a joyful leader. In the name of Jesus. No more barrenness. May God make you a joyful parent. In the name of Jesus. You will be fruitful. As you go to work, you'll be fruitful. As you go, oh yes, to your office, you will be fruitful. As you engage in ministry work, you will be fruitful. As you go to your business premise, you'll be fruitful. Whatever you touch, whatever you sell, whatever you engage in, yes, there will be fruitfulness emanating out of it in the name of Jesus. No more barrenness. No more barrenness. No more barrenness. You are escaping from any form of barrenness in the name of Jesus. No more barrenness in your life. No more barrenness. No more stagnation. No more retrogression in your life. In the name of Jesus, be fruitful this morning. Be fruitful this morning. Be fruitful in your career this morning. Be fruitful in your business this morning. Be fruitful in your spiritual life this morning. In the name of Jesus, be fruitful in all your in all your, your 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 engagements in the name of Jesus be fruitful today in all the activities you are going to engage yourself in in the name of Jesus <clears throat> lastly I want us to pray that we shall escape poverty in Jesus name refuse to be poor refuse to be poor in Jesus name refuse to be poor you shall not be poor your children will not be poor. In the name of Jesus, you are escaping poverty. You are escaping lack and want in every possible way in your life in the name of Jesus. You spirit of poverty, we command you to leave. You spirit of poverty, we remind you that we are God's children. You spirit of poverty, we remind you that we will not be victims of your works over the lives of many people in the name of Jesus. Today we declare that poverty is not our portion. Today we declare that lack and want is not our portion. Today we declare that we shall not be at the mercy, oh yes, of poverty in the name of Jesus. We are breaking out of the shackles of poverty in our lives today in the name of Jesus. Every form of poverty, oh yes, we are breaking out of every shackle of poverty, struggling financially, not having enough. Yes, we are coming out of that cycle, vicious cycle, in the name of Jesus. We are breaking out of that prison, the prison of poverty, in the name of Jesus. You will not be poor. Your family will not be poor. Your children will not be poor. Your lineage will not be poor. Your sons will not be poor. Your daughters will not be poor. In the name of Jesus, there will be no iota of poverty in your life and in your home. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. You become wealthy. 
you will begin to prosper. You will continue prospering until you become very prosperous. Just the way Isaac did. In the name of Jesus, you will begin to prosper. You will continue prospering until you become very prosperous. In the name of Jesus, you will not go under. Your business will not go under. You will keep soaring higher. You will go higher. Your business will go higher. In the name of Jesus, you will not go lower financially. In Jesus' name, you will climb the ladder of success and you will keep on going higher. In the name of Jesus, you will be so blessed until people will call you blessed. You will be so blessed until nations will call you blessed. You will be so blessed until your brothers and your sisters will call you blessed. In the name of Jesus, you will be so blessed until your friends call you the blessed one in the name of jesus no more poverty no more luck in your life in the name of jesus you are escaping poverty your soul is escaping your family is escaping your children are escaping every tentacle of poverty that is trying to wrap itself around you in the name of jesus <clears throat> in the name of jesus and father i declare that we shall do well I declare that we shall do well in ministry. I declare that we shall do well in the marketplace. I declare that we shall do well in our career. <clears throat> in the name of Jesus, I declare that we shall do well in our relationships. I declare that we shall do well spiritually. I declare that we shall do well in business. In the name of Jesus, may you do well. May you prosper. May you escape poverty. May you escape lack and want. You will not be like your background. You will not be like your family. You will not be like the poverty you are trying to come out of. In the name of Jesus, your deliverance is sure. Your exodus is sure. Out of every form of poverty. In the name of Jesus, your deliverance is sure this morning. Your, your exodus is sure this morning. You are out of poverty. In the name of Jesus, no matter your location, no matter your geographical location, you are out of poverty. You are out of lack, on, and, lack and want. In the name of Jesus, you are delivered. You are set free from every form of poverty. It is not your portion. In the name of Jesus, may your mind be renewed this morning. May your mind be changed. May you experience a mind shift this morning because of the blessings of God that are coming in your life today. In Jesus' name we pray and we shout a big amen. Amen. Somebody give God praise. Somebody give God glory. Somebody give God honor because you are an escapee. You have just escaped diseases. You have escaped untimely death. You have escaped barrenness and you have escaped poverty this morning in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can now get in touch with Dr. Dazo Tachero on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.